Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. I'm going to use a little different method to prove to you once again that voting is crap. That your government is crap. It's never going to work. And that the solution is in jury nullification and understanding that. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I practice for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell them the truth. And the truth is that I was a constitutional conservative, a believer in the Constitution, freedom machine, founders, all this nonsense for years and years and years and years. I made a complete fool of myself promoting it. And then about 25 years ago, I got the Internet. And in fairly short order, I started figuring out that the whole thing is a scam. It's a grift to keep me on a tax-paying plantation. And when I figured that out, I became self-certified as a master practitioner, and I no longer need constitutional conservative liars in my life trying to tell me a bunch of crap about the Constitution. I've sorted it out and figured it out. I've also given myself a Lifetime Achievement Award for the fantastic work I've done on this podcast, telling people over hundreds of episodes the way the system really works. And I'm about to award myself a Presidential Medal of Freedom when Jones Plantation is officially released. I think I've earned that too. It's apparently the highest medal that a civilian can bestow upon themselves. And I truly think I have earned that too. (laughs) And I like having these fake awards and making fun of these things because credentials are just the way the government and the control system keep control of information and brainwash people. Just like all the brainwashing I learned in law school. It's all brainwashing. I had to unlearn the vast majority of it. All right. Well, enough of that. Let's go ahead and get this show going. So I want to do a show today, maybe a little different kind of show. I talk a lot about voting and what a complete joke it is. I've proved it in a thousand different ways, not just with ChatGPT, but all the different ways I've showed you that the numbers don't make any sense and that one vote out of millions and millions of votes and hundreds of thousands of votes in a single district is all just a joke because your representative doesn't have to do anything he claims he will do. He's got no personal responsibility for any of the actions that he takes or doesn't take. There's literally nothing that your vote does if you think it's sending a message and all this other stuff. It's just nonsense. Is it true that in some limited way in a local thing you might be able to get? Yes, of course, you can get something. If it didn't do anything at all, if there was no discernible difference in any form or fashion, then nobody would believe it. But the problem is it doesn't have any material effect in where we're going and what actually ends up happening, which is that government gets more and more powerful and you get your rights taken and government grows and takes more money and spends more money and controls more things, over time, that's always the direction it goes. See, it's always the direction it goes. It's true it can jiggle back in a slightly smaller, differential way, very temporarily, but then it just picks up again. And Obamacare was a great example of that. A lot of people who are alive remember Hillary Care. She came out promoted this crap when Bill Clinton was president. 
She was put in charge of the health care task force and all this shit. She didn't even have any actual political position. She was just the wife, first lady nonsense. But she was put in charge of it, and there was a huge pushback. Everybody couldn't believe this idea of socialized medicine. All oh, this pushback. And the Republicans ran around and claimed some gigantic victory for this. And what happened? We just got it a few years later, 10, 12 years later or something. We got it <laughs> under Obama. So it's like I tell people all the time, in order to keep the government in check, you have to win every single time. In order for the government to grow, they only have to win once. That's it. They can lose, 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 win, lose, 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 win, lose, 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 win. And by the nature of the way it works with the compromise and everything else I've explained, it constantly goes in one direction, which is more and more government power because the baseline keeps getting moved, just like baseline budgeting in Congress. And it's the same all over the world. It's not just this country. This country is a particular joke because it pretends to be this fantastic beacon of freedom. And we are the armed thugs that run around the world enforcing the new world order on everybody and jamming our fake money down their throats. We are the enforcement wing of the system. And we hold ourselves out to be the freedom wing. And it's just the irony is so rich to me. It's so rich and it's so absurd. But what I want to do today, as opposed to going back through those kinds of arguments, I want to play a little hypothetical game, just like I did with the 60-plus years of voting, showing you that none of these candidates, no combination of those candidates was ever going to do anything. It's never going to change anything. And I think I made that point very clearly. But I have yet another way I'm going to prove it. And that is, as opposed to trying to argue about your vote, Imagine that you actually could simply go up there and be a so-called representative, that you won a seat in Congress and that you have a position that's similar to mine, which the government shouldn't be doing any of this, that it's all totally unconstitutional. What could you actually do as a congressman? If I was elected, what would my power be to basically get rid of this government and all the abuse the government engages in? What would I be able to do? I don't have to try to convince my so-called representative to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to run on that platform, and I'm going to go up there and I'm going to do it. What could I actually accomplish? What could I actually accomplish? (laughs) Nothing. I couldn't accomplish anything. I have less than one quarter of 1% vote. But you think that's going to carry the day? You think I'm going to be able to convince other congressmen to cut their own noses off? You think I'm going to be able to do that? I have less than one quarter of 1% of the vote. I have no committee positions. They're not going to put me on any committees. They're not going to give me any authority or power. Nobody's going to want to align with me in any form or fashion. That's just obvious as hell. So what could I actually do as a congressman? Could I call hearings? No, I can't. (laughs) I can vote against things. I can make a little speech on C-SPAN. That's it. That's all I can do. I can't do anything else. There's no other authority. Assuming I could even get people together to somehow vote to shut down these different agencies and things like that, all these insane bills. Well, It's still got to get through the Senate, which is never going to. Still got to get signed by Joe Biden, which is never going to. Still has to get approved by the Supreme Court, which is never going to. They still have to stop implementing it and enforcing it, the FBI and all these agencies. None of that's ever going to happen. See, So even if I'm a congressman, what can I do? What can I do? I can propose a law, a bill. I can propose one. 
Well, it's just going to get all sorts of riders attached to it as well, even though I'm not going to get any other co-sponsors. So I'm just going to write a bill. I'm going to propose it with all their complex, elaborate rules and everything. It's going to go nowhere. So now I'm going to get out of committee. If they even have any type of discussion about it in committee, nothing's going to happen. It's completely dead in the water. It's dead on arrival. So whatever it is I wrote is meaningless. If I wrote something and it picked up some steam and people thought they could use it, it would simply have a zillion writers attached to it. And they're only spending bills and everything else. And it would get completely out of control. I know, my cat agrees. So I'm saying, if you put me in there, what can I do? Can I do anything at all about the Senate? No, I can't do anything at all about the Senate. Can I do anything about the rules in the House? Can I get new rules in the House so we don't use these kinds of weird rules? No, I can't do anything like that. Even if I attempt to, am I going to get any of the money from any of the major parties for me to run again? No, not going to. Um, they're going to skewer me on all media of every sort. So I'm going to look like a crazy person. I'm not going to get any equal time. And even if my constituents love me, love me, I will be powerless. And eventually they'll stop loving me because I won't bring the pork back. See, the entire system is set up so that each individual representative is up there to try to screw as many of the other people out of money and benefits to bring back to their district as they can. That's how it's actually set up. And all this belief in being up there to serve the country and all, do the, what's best for the nation, it's all made up. See, these are platitudes, Barnum statements, and nonsense. They aren't reality because nobody is actually re-elected because they don't take any pork back to their district. And they let other people make their people pay for the pork that they're shipping to their district. See, it doesn't work. But could I do anything about the FBI and all this corruption? Could I do anything about that as a congressman? What could I do about it? I could go out and have a press conference and they'd paint me to be a nut. And then the FBI and stuff would start digging up things on me and or making things up. And they would destroy me. So what could I actually do about it as a congressman? Can I hold a hearing? No, I can't hold a hearing. I don't have the authority to hold a hearing. Can I do investigations? No, I can't do any investigations. I don't have any authority to do investigations. Those have to be done through the House. The individual congressman doesn't really have any of that authority. I could request things. They'll just ignore it. They'll know I'm powerless. They'll know that nobody is going to back me. So I couldn't do anything about it. Could I do anything about Joe Biden? Yeah, I could draw up some article of impeachment. It's going to go anywhere. No, it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> not going to go anywhere. Even if it went anywhere, there's no votes in the Senate to do it. It takes two-thirds of them. We don't even have close to that. So there'd be nothing I could do. Could I do anything about Hunter Biden? Could I do anything about the corrupt Department of Justice? Could I fire them? Could I bring them up? Could I make them answer questions? No, I can't do any of those things. Don't have any power to do any of those things. <laughs> You see, so it's not a matter of voting for the right person. Even if you get the right person in there, they can't do anything. It's not about the voting. The structure is set up so it's totally hopeless. You've got this bureaucracy with millions of people in it. All these different political appointments you have no say in whatsoever as a congressman. They get approved by the Senate to the extent they even have to get approved. They have to get approved by the Senate, not by uh, the House. 
And I'm automatically, instantaneously in re-election mode. You have to be out raising money all the time in order to try to win back your seat. Because you'll be instantaneously primaried and they'll run all sorts of people. And they'll speak all sorts of good things about saving money and being conservative and all the other shit. But they'll get up there and they'll do all the same stuff they always do. Why? Because when you have a bill in front of you and the bill's 500 pages or 1,000 pages, how are you going to read it all? How are you going to read it all and get anything else done? If I just plop down a 1,000-page bill in front of you and tell you to read it, how long is that going to take? How about going through each section. Courts take little tiny sections of these bills and spend 60, 80 pages talking about it. How the hell are you ever going to know it's in any one bill how it's going to come out? You're not. There's so many bills that are being proposed at all times. It'd be completely and totally impossible just to read them all. So you'd have no idea. So you just have to take a blanket decision that you're going to oppose all of it. Okay, that's fine. I'm agree with that. You do that. Okay, what does that accomplish? It doesn't accomplish anything. All raises the issue, raises awareness. How? You're up against a multi-billion dollar industry of brainwashing about constitutional conservatism out there. You think I'm going to educate people about that? That's going to be possible? It's not going to be possible, see? You're not going to have any power at all. You're not going to be able to do anything. You're going to go up there and you're going to realize the whole system is fantastically corrupt and you're going to join it and become corrupt and rich like the vast, vast majority of them do, or you're going to simply leave and never run again. Anybody who's continuing to run up there, they're not honest. See, they're corrupt because it's no possible way for them to do anything. What are they going to actually do? I ask people all the time, what would you have them do as a congressman? What would you actually have them do? What can they actually do? They can vote against things. They can talk about things like, okay, so what? Who watches C-SPAN? Nobody. I could go on to Twitter and make statements and what would happen? I'd get abused and attacked. Okay, that's fine. Maybe I don't care about that. Fine. Okay. So I do that. Does that accomplish anything? Raises awareness. <laughs> I'm telling you the system has to be folded up and gone. That it's too big. It can't ever work. That's not going to fly. You're not going to convince people. You're not going to convince people. That's all. They're always going to choose this sort of lesser of two evils we have to take in small bites and all this other shit, even though it's continuing to run on and run on. So could I do anything as uh, the senator? Senator. I mean, there's only fucking 100 of them. It's two from each state. Okay, I get in there. What do I have? I have a 1% say. So I've moved up from a less than one quarter of 1% to a 1% say. What else is going to change? Can I do anything about these appointments? No. I vote no. So what? <laughs> I don't take the position of either Republicans or Democrats. And so these appointments and votes, they all come down to those parties. They don't come down to what an individual says. They're all traded off a thousand different ways. I don't like this bill. You need to add this to save this in my district, that. That's what they do. That's how they negotiate. It's not about the fact that the entire system is completely ridiculous and out of control and has to all be shut down. It's always about arguing about how to work within it and get control of it. See, that's the fundamental problem. Even as a senator, what could I do? I couldn't do anything. Think how difficult and impossible it is, basically, for someone to become a senator. You have to be totally and completely paid off, bought, 100%, owned, thousand different ways to close you down whenever they want. So there's no chance that I'm going to ever become a senator. 
And even if I did, what would happen? Nothing. So this is why all these people want you run for office. What would I be able to do? Nothing. <laughs> he can't do anything. The system is totally and completely impossible to fix. It can't be fixed. That's the problem people don't understand. It can't be properly used. It's not possible. That's why it's gone in one direction. That's why there was a so-called civil war. And 80 years later, it wasn't even a full 80 years. It was like 70 years later, there was a war. The people wanted to leave because the system wasn't working at all. And the government was already so gigantic and so powerful, they just went down and killed all the people and burned all their shit when they tried to leave. And the system has only gotten 100 times worse since then. So what is the point of talking about voting? I don't get it. What is the point? of talking about voting, arguing about voting, arguing about primarying people. What can they actually do? What can your representative do? He can't do anything except go up there and advocate to a bunch of people whose ears are closed. Have you ever tried to argue with somebody on social media? Have you? Have you ever tried to argue with a liberal? <laughs> you think a liberal who's fully financially invested and is making tens of millions of dollars under the table as a representative or a senator? You think they're going to listen to your fucking speeches about principles? You think there are? Of course not. It's idiotic. They'll sick the Capitol Police on you and set you up in some form or fashion. You think some congressman's going to listen to you? The liberals are never going to be swung over. So now you have to stuck with these constitutional conservative joker Republicans. What have you got? There's only a couple different kinds who are up there. There's true believing fools who had very privileged lives and don't understand how they're being used. They think the system needs to be corrected and they're up there pretending to do stuff as they actually really just go along and make it a hundred times worse. You think you're going to get through to them with your story? You think I could convince them that the entire thing is a scam they've been devoting their lives to and everything they said to people for the last 50 years has been incredible lies. You think I'm going to be able to convince people to do that? Of course not. Impossible, right? These true believers, they won't even hear you on social media. They just start repeating these absurd phrases. Tons and tons of the congressmen are just that brainwashed. And they've been massively rewarded. Look what they've done. They've reached this sort of pinnacle of success. They're being told all the time they're fantastic. They have endless handlers and budgets and limos and flying around in private planes and people giving them millions of dollars to supposedly run again. A thousand different ways are being pulled out by lobbyists and fetid. It's, how am I going to get through to those people? I'm not going to. And the only other kind that are up there are the people who are totally corrupt, who are just mouthing the words. These are complete knaves. Well, I'm not going to get through to them. <laughs> they know it's shit. They don't care. They're corrupt. <laughs> They're pretending. You can't convince them. I have no chance of convincing them. So what am I going to do? Am I going to get some kind of FaceTime with the president? That's not going to happen. Am I going to get any FaceTime with a president as a congressman or a senator who's got positions like mine? No chance. Am I going to go clean up the FBI? What am I going to do? Am I going to rail about them? I'm going to demand this, demand that. I can't even get into committees. Most of the stuff is all completely and totally exclusive to those committee members. I won't even have access to anything. I can't issue a subpoena myself up there. I don't have the authority to do that. <laughs> so what will I be able to do? How would I be able to shut any of it down? What would be the power I would have? Nothing. 
For all practical purposes, there's nothing. It is a system that's set up to make sure that the people have no say. I'm describing a congressman. I could be a congressman or a senator. I could still do nothing. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, legal man? (laughs) Well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. What would be the power I would have? Nothing. For all practical purposes, there's nothing. It is a system that's set up to make sure that the people have no say. I'm describing a congressman. I could be a congressman or a senator. I could still do nothing. Think how far removed you are as a single voter. Even getting some group constituents together to call and pressure and demand an audience and all this other stupid crap. As soon as you walk out the door, the guy just laughs and ignores it. See, because that's what they're up against. They're up against what I'm describing, all these insane rules they have for what can be added to a bill. That goes back to committee. It gets somehow negotiated and then whatever the House and the Senate decide on. And then the president still has to uh, veto it. But that's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. You never get any control of the president. You can't even get to the chief of staff. You can't get to anybody. They're just going to lock you out. They're going to lock you out. And that's why I try to explain to people that the real power you have is in jury nullification. See, in jury nullification, all of those things, all of those barriers, they they don't exist. The system runs on in its corrupt fashion. And then when the rubber meets the road, and the rubber always meets the road at enforcement. So when enforcement fails, then there's no longer rubber hitting the road. And the only way enforcement works is if they can get convictions. So it doesn't matter if it's a civil case or a criminal case. If the DOJ can't get convictions, if any of these agencies can't get convictions, um, then the laws, all that corruption I just described, it's completely and totally mooted. There's no effect to it. And what can I do as an individual person sitting in a jury box? I can actually affect change. I don't have to convince anybody else to do anything. I just have to say not guilty or no judgment for the defendant in the case of a civil matter where the DOJ is after him or someone else is. And guess what? Hung jury. No conviction. Can't get a conviction. They got to try him again. Well, we get another person in there. So with eight quarter percent or something of the population... You can shut down every one of these phony baloney laws and there's no enforcement and people would be free to simply ignore them all. Free to ignore them all. See? So the real power is there. And that's why they make sure people never learn about it. They never understand it. 
It's completely and totally ignored. It's kookified. In fact, the major constitutional conservatives in media badmouth it. They badmouth it. I played you the show from the great constitutional conservative, the great one, talking about how bad jury nullification is. <laughs> so the only power the people actually have to decide whether or not all this absurd corruption that goes on up there will be something they'll live with and must live with and have to obey and all this other made-up nonsense. They poo-poo all that. They downplay it. They try to act like you're a kook, nut, a conspiracy theorist, anti-law and order if you try to promote that. And the judges don't allow it, any discussion of it by lawyers. Even though the Supreme Court has said, of course, the juries have a right to decide the facts and the law, but they don't have the right to be told about it. <laughs> and that's morphed into this idea that you can't speak about it. And again, that's not what the case said. I've done a show on that case. It's a very, very long opinion. It's, it's just a joke. I mean, I'm showing you that if you have somebody in the jury who has your opinion, you're safe. You're safe. That's why juries exist, to make sure that all the corruption that's going to go on up there, that's always going to go on up there, that's always going to exist in government. Of course, in our government, it's some of the worst in the world because it's such a huge government. But it's always going to exist in government. And the final check is that the people themselves think that these laws are a joke and or the enforcement is a joke or the prosecution is a joke or the attorney bringing it for the state is a joke and a crook. And therefore, they say not guilty or judgment for the defendant and the government takes nothing. And that's just the way it is. And that's where the real power is. See, that's where the real power is. And the people do have that power but they have to know about it and they have to exercise it. And of course, now they're trying to keep people off juries in a million different ways. Why? Because people believe it. They believe all this nonsense about how you can lose your right to be on a jury for this and that, all these made-up crimes the government creates, and then you can't sit on a jury. It's very convenient. The other great advantage to jury nullification is it doesn't have to happen all over the United States. We don't have to con convince 8 10% of the population in the entire United States. You don't. You only have to convince them in your area, in your state. That's it. And if there's a federal district court in your area and you've got the people on your side, then you're immune from the federal laws, too, because they'll just get not guilties and they'll get judgments for the defendant in those federal cases because the juries are pulled from the same pool. So the people actually have control. And this is why this information is so well kept as a secret. And is kookified whenever anyone discusses it because I'm showing you that your vote is crap. The idea that you go up there and run, you run for office, it's just a waste of time. The most powerful position is to try to explain to people, regular people, the power of the jury. That's why they have to be unanimous. Very difficult to get 12 people to agree. And anyone who's interested in the abuse that the judiciary is engaged in and lying to the people and enforcing all these fantastically unconstitutional things on the people by telling them what evidence can come in, what evidence can't, and explaining the charges and describing all these made-up definitions, none of that stuff is something that people are bound by. None of it. You're not bound by some made-up three-pronged test or anything else. You're there to do your conscience. It's supposed to be a government of, by, and for the people with their consent. That's what it is. That's what the jury shows. See, that's where the rubber meets the road. If you can't convince everybody in that box and you can't keep them out for all these other reasons, these ridiculous jury questionnaires they ask, you know, trying to basically strike anybody who won't simply enforce whatever the state tells them, 
striking you off the juries like that. It's just an abuse of your rights. So it's a fundamental abuse of your rights. But all of this stuff could be turned around very quickly, not by voting and getting the right people in there, but by spreading the word about jury nullification and the abuse that the judiciary is engaged in and the way that it's all been covered up by constitutional conservatives and media and academia. We could change it all right now. It could all be fixed overnight as soon as you had enough people. That's it. They'd no longer be getting convictions. As soon as people knew that, the people would all demand trials. They'd stop being extorted by that scam system down there with the DA scamming people, the Department of Justice scamming people. They'd all demand trials. You would immediately have a massive backlog of years and years. They'd have to dismiss tons of the cases. And as the cases went forward, it'd be a hung jury over and over and over again. And they could never, ever get convictions. And that would be it. The system would be fixed. You'd no longer have to fear the system. And the real crimes would then be able to go through what people always run around. Murder, rape, robbery. That's just a teeny tiny portion of stupid faked up crimes that they're down there enforcing. They're shaking people down for drugs and weapons possession and all this bullshit. Going to the civil courts, going to the federal courts, you'll see just the absolute jokes that's being tried in there. So you could clean things up. All these people who want to go out and fix the problems, people start rioting in your neighborhood. You just go out and clean that shit up. Government armed thugs come by, arrest you, try to drag you down there. You'd have nothing to fear. You'd know, not guilty. As soon as the people saw the case, they'd be like, nah, either not guilty or you'd get a hung jury and they could never convict you. You have a right to bail. You'd be out on bail. They'd know very clearly that you're never going to get convicted. See, if people understood their real rights and they understood the abuse that the courts are engaging in. That's why I did that long 27-part series or whatever it is on jury nullification on Spooner's uh, essay. The right to trial by jury because it's the most important right. Voting is fantasy. Getting elected, you can't even do anything. I just showed you. There's only one solution inside this system. is That is jury nullification. With that, we could buy time to re-educate enough people to massively decentralize this place. And then with a massively decentralized government that didn't have the authority, even a supposed authority, to do all this shit, then you could have some freedom. But because the people's brainwashing is so deep with the Constitution, the amazing America, and all this shit, and the freedom machine, uh, the only chance we have at this point is jury nullification. Without that, it's over, people. It's completely over. And I don't see any evidence that the people give one crap about it. I just don't see any evidence they care at all about it. So that tells me the people are happy being slaves. And they pretend they aren't, but they love their prison warden. They defend them endlessly. People defend Trump endlessly. <laughs> the guy ran on cleaning the swamp out. Why would he ever get fooled and tricked by a 40-year deep swamp rat like Fauci? How can you get any deeper deep state than Tony Fauci was when Trump was in there? It wasn't like we just found out about it. They were calling for Fauci's head 30 years ago with the AIDS deal. The guy's been a crook for 30 years in office when Trump got in there. (laughs) So how could he get tricked by that if he was in there to clean out the deep state? It makes no sense, but people will defend him endlessly. You can't fix a problem that you can't face, and nobody can face the problem we have. The Constitution is not what people imagine. They're not what they've been told. It's not a freedom machine. We didn't fight the Revolutionary War for the stupid Constitution. The Declaration of Independence is completely contrary to the Constitution. They tie everything together. They confuse everybody. They don't tell them about jury nullification. They prevent lawyers from telling them. 
The judges have completely and totally dominated the way the juries get chosen. There's a million different things that make no sense. The rubber hits the road in those trials. That's where you have to get your justice if you're not going to get either street justice or count on so-called God to fix things. That's not going to happen here. See, that's not going to happen here. We're talking about political solutions. That's what we're talking about here. Talking about political solutions, not all those other things. It's pointless to bring those up. Those aren't part of the discussion. I'm talking to the people who continue to claim that the system works, it's the greatest system, blah, 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 or the system has problems and we have to vote our way out of it. The vast, vast majority of people. That's who I'm talking to. And I'm showing you that it wouldn't make any difference even if you ran for office, you can't do anything. The power is in the jury box. And until people understand that, we don't have a chance. And best I can tell, we don't have a chance. So I start to lose any kind of real interest in continuing to tell people about it because it's obvious they're not actually my friends and on my side. They're actually on the side of the people who abuse me in government. And I'm just sick and tired of those people. That's all. So I'm working on my own deals to, to get out of this system entirely, basically. And uh, I will probably just disappear at that point. But... In the meantime, I'm telling people the truth, and most people don't want to hear the truth. They don't. They just, it's, they're so brainwashed by the great one and all these other jokers in constitutional media who run around and fill their heads full of utter horseshit about the Constitution, our rights, and everything else, and hide from them the true answers, which is jury nullification. So, so that's it. So I've, I've just shown you, forget voting. Even if you got elected yourself, you're not going to be able to do anything. So, so that's all I wanted to say. That's the show. And if you want to follow me, you can. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Crime Review on Twitter. And I want to thank people in Patreon who support my show, who kick skin in the game. I've taken a lot of chances telling people these truths, and I'm frankly, I'm getting tired of it. But, boy, I really appreciate you guys. You have a lot of integrity. You really do. And I really enjoy knowing that there's people out there who, who really get it and support me and my message, and thank you, so thank you. And Jones Plantation, it's not been released yet digitally, but we've got the trailer out, and we've got more screenings coming. I think he may have found one in Dallas to screen in July, or sometime close to that, and it's digitally released is going to come out soon, which means you'll be able to buy it. Exactly how, I'm not sure yet, they need to make some of their money back before they can put it on a place like Amazon that takes so much of it and these other systems. So I'm not sure how it'll work, but I really hope people support that movie. It's a great movie. It was a story by Larkin Rose. I play Mr. Jones, a drunk kind of uh, jerk of a plantation owner who is having problems with his slaves, afraid they're going to revolt. And we bring in a specialist and we really, really, really take apart all the official narratives. We really destroy them. (laughs) There's never been a movie like this. No official narrative is safe with us. We destroy them all. And the people have seen it. They really seem to enjoy it. And I really like it. And I hope people watch the movie, support the movie, because movies are a great way to reach people. And a lot of people won't listen to podcasts or read anything. But they'll watch a movie, and it's very subtle, so they can get information without even knowing it. We might be able to sway them. And if this movie makes money, we're going to make more. So I hope people support it. And beyond that, I don't think there's anything else to say, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day, wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Put your hands together one more time.
Legal Man. Great show. Thanks so much. I get to check your shirt.